1: 7 on the Monday edition of the 6.30 Chet Afternoon News. It's Jalen flying solo today. Andrew will be back next week. Well, as you heard Randy uh, say during the sportscast, Game 4 of the Stanley Cup Final goes tonight between the Las Vegas Golden Knights and the Washington Capitals. Of course, you can hear it right here on 6.30 Chad starting at 6 o'clock. Now, after winning Game 1, the Knights have dropped two straight and are gunning for a win on home ice tonight. Alberta's very own Dale Wishwan, the president and CEO of Booster Juice, is also one of the minority owners in the Knights, and checks in with us once again with another update. Hey, Dale. Hey, uh, how how are you? I'm good. How are you doing these days?
2: I'm doing fantastic. I think this is our third time connecting, so I'm I'm happy that we've uh, done progress reports as the season's gone on.
1: Yeah, and I think every time we've done one of these, the team has won as well, Dale, so fingers crossed for tonight. What's the feeling like in Vegas right now, Dale? Oh,
2: you know what, it's still uh, as, a, as exciting as ever. Uh, you know, our first time that we've been down in, in a series, and knowing that tonight's a, a huge game, mm-hmm. it's, by no means do you want to go down three games to one. Uh, win this game and get back to Vegas, being tied two games apiece would be a, would be a great
1: uh, scenario. Are you guys, you're in Vegas tonight, right? You're playing no, in... No.
2: no. Game four Game four is uh, in Washington. Oh,
1: okay. Sorry about that. I got that one confused. Okay, so that's a little tough. So are you in Washington right now?
2: Uh, I'm not. I made a, a conscious uh, decision to just take in all the home games, and the exception would be if we, if we have a chance to win the whole thing on the road, uh, then I'll be there for... Uh, <laughs> For the chance that we're winning uh, the cup on the road.
1: You know what? Despite being down, what is it? Uh, you know, a couple of games here, um, you know, we still keep talking about this fairy tale story that has been the, the Golden Knights this year. Um, you know, looking ahead, there's a, only a couple of more games to be played, a few more games to be played. Can, can you believe the season at all, Dale?
2: Not, not at all. Again, to be one of the two final teams of uh, 31 teams uh, in the NHL, this is just phenomenal. To to think that we had 51 wins uh, in the season, 109 points. We're now in in the Cup final. Even if it, even if we didn't end up on the on the right end, it it's still going to be one of the best seasons that could have ever been dreamt up but uh, I mean the very best dreaming up of this would be winning the Cup but we can never take away from this as, as considering this to be un- unsuccessful.
1: Well Dale this this season and this team will be talked about for years and years and years to come what has been achieved there. Now do you think about winning the Cup? Do you, do you let your mind go there at all? Uh, I, I yeah
2: uh, very much so <laughs> from, from the perspective of i think we we all do about how this would just be a storybook you no know, a movie script
0: mm-hmm. if,
2: if if we did win and uh so the, the mind very much goes there in, in in a good way recognizing that if it doesn't happen it's still just been uh, an amazing season and and great for the for the NHL. I've, i i've I read an article where a bunch of other GMs were, were asked and, and executives of whether, whether us making it to the cup final was a good thing for the NHL or not. And it was pretty much unanimous that all the other GMs and executives said that it was a great thing for the NHL because it's going to make them revisit how they've been doing things uh, themselves.
1: Well, and I think it's also been really good for the fans as well. I mean, we all have our our team, and of course, oftentimes in Edmonton, it's uh, you know we're we're big oil fans. But you know, as as this run of that the Golden Knights went on, I mean, they all became our backup team. And I think for a lot of folks, you know, certainly once uh, you know the Oilers were out of the way, everyone started pay, paying a lot of attention to the Golden Knights and just cheering them on because it was like. They this underdog, even though they're not really the underdog, but it was this underdog team, this this fairy tale team that was doing what it was. And and so for fans, it gave them something really exciting uh, to watch, you know, not just the the great hockey, but this, this thing that we could latch our, our fingers and our hands onto, or at least our mind into about this fairy tale run and something that we are witnessing that we'll probably never witness again.
2: Yeah, you're you're 100 correct. Uh, you know, fans who have had their their favorite teams have gravitated towards uh, some of the Golden Knights as as their default team, <laughs> and then people who maybe weren't were partial to any team have just said, "No, this is our team now." So you have you have a mix of of people that have gravitated towards it, and the TV ratings have been off the charts too because of of the story and. Uh, I guess that shows the the keen interest uh, throughout the world.
1: Now I know that you were de- you were in Vegas for for um, the what, game one and two, I guess, right? And um, I see just thousands of people uh, on the streets, and I, I'm guessing that there's like a watch party there. Is that what's going on that I'm seeing?
2: Yeah, there's a huge uh, watch party, and you know, well, even when the games uh, going on, you have over ten thousand people. Outside T-Mobile, and it's uh, it's a uh, you know <laughs> crazy in the desert, and and I, you know I think it will be for years. the The Raiders, the NFL team, will be coming in a couple of years mm-hmm. in twenty twenty, but it's going to be hard to move how how the Golden Knights have just touched people's uh, kind of uh, pull on their heartstrings and and what they've done for for the city of, of Vegas that they'll always be. Through my eyes, the, the favorite sports team in Vegas.
1: And, and tell us about uh, T-Mobile Arena and how it's performed. I mean, it's it's a it's a great spot too, isn't it?
2: Yeah. So from the very beginning, the, the thoughts were make sure that that we provide a huge amount of entertainment value just for fans, and it is a very special spot to watch a, a hockey game. Uh, the sound experience is, is second to none, and also that just uh, removing my own <laughs> bias, uh, it, the entertainment value is so high. My my wife took in her very first game, which was game one, and for a while there we thought uh, she wasn't going to come down because we didn't want her jinxing anything because, <laughs> because we won game one, but she couldn't even uh, get over the the entertainment value and she doesn't in- enjoy hockey <laughs> but it was such a fun experience and and that was what so it was thought up from the very beginning of make sure there was a high entertainment value because we were expecting 251 games this year. We were hoping to be very competitive and, and have a good team. But uh, in the event that that Donna's product wasn't as good as it was. We want people to to have enjoyed their night out. Yeah,
1: for sure. For sure. Well, that's Vegas, right? Yeah. You go out to be entertained. So, uh, Dale, is it, is it going to be a bit of a letdown when this crazy run comes to an end, whichever way it goes?
2: Uh, you know, in some ways it might be. Yeah. On, on another hand, it's been a huge uh, distraction, but in a positive way <laughs> for me. It's uh, harder to, to get work done when, when the games are on. But, Uh, We'll be disappointed to to see the season end here in just over a week, Mm -hmm. uh, whatever side we're on. But I guess when you go this far into the season... You know, the the beginning, the start of the next season isn't that far behind.
1: No, that's for sure. Well, Dale, best of luck to the team tonight. Thanks for always taking the time to do a check-in with us. And uh, when you guys win the Cup, we'd love to talk to you again, okay? Uh, sounds great. Thanks for having me on, on the show. Thanks, Dale. That's Dale Wishwan, who is a minority owner from uh, of the Vegas Golden Knights. But, of course, you know him as well as the CEO, the president of uh, Booster Juice, right from Wasetna, originally. Good Alberta boy right there. Some of your texts coming in this afternoon. Um, <laughs> LOL. I hear he's giving all Wasetna res- residents tickets to the games, question mark. Hashtag hometown boy. Uh, LOL. Uh, Curtis says fairy tales are for princesses. Hockey is not for princesses. Go Washington. it down, Curtis. Um And then someone says, text Andrew to get me a Golden Knights car flag. And then this one just simply says, go Vegas, go. So anyway, lots of fun. Again, game four tonight. Uh, I said it was in Vegas, but of course it's not. It's in in Washington. I had my numbers mixed up because, you know, math is hard for me sometimes. But anyway, yes, game four of the Stanley Cup final between the Knights and the Washington Capitals. You can hear it right here. 6.30, Chad, starting at 6 o'clock. So thanks to Dale for joining us as uh, we count down to game four of the Stanley Cup final tonight. 6 o'clock, puck drop, right here on 6.30 Chet. It's the Knights taking on the Capitals. I know a number of you have Capitals fans as well. Our own Brendan Ulrich, huge Capitals fan. He's loving this. Uh, Andrew is in Vegas uh, this week, and I'm not sure what his plans are for uh, Game 5, if he could get tickets or not. I wanted to circle back around to the zipper merge conversation that we were having because there are so many texts still coming in, and if you want to you know, get in on this one. You can call me as well at four nine six zero zero six three. 63 Tristan Hopper from the National Post, uh, he's a columnist there, had done an article on the zipper merge, pretty much all hail the zipper merge. And he was saying that, you know what, the zipper merge keeps traffic flowing, prevents backups and cuts down on road rage. And, you know, I, the biggest problem that we see is oftentimes when there's an accident or there's construction and we are told that uh, traffic has to move all into one lane, um, we just sit there and we wait forever, we wait forever, and as soon as we see it, we we get over into the other lane. And what he's saying is, no, both lanes go right up to the top, right up to where that accident is or where the, the blockage is, uh, where the where the sign is, and then start the zipper merge there back one and one and one and one. And he's saying, though that we're all sheep we tend not to do it and that we're that uh we're too polite uh here take another listen to his uh his little rant he did on it
0: hello canada when you're driving along the highway and you see construction barriers and a merge lane like this don't merge early just keep driving until the lane runs out no no You'd rather merge early in defiance of science, efficiency, and all human potential? Fine. But first, let me show you something. This is one side of a four-lane highway. But look, there's construction up ahead. What do you do? If you're the average Canadian, you jam your car into the left lane as soon as humanly possible. You would think this makes sense. Merging early isn't going to make the bottleneck any bigger, so why not get into single file? First, it opens the way for douchebags who want to zip ahead and cut into line. Second, it can gum up traffic further on down the highway. Third, it's unsafe. All this anarchic jamming into one lane causes crashes all the time. Fourth, it's slower. This one is hard to believe, but when you force a bunch of cars to basically come to a stop in one lane, it gets everyone through the bottleneck slower. So what do you do instead? The zipper merge. No early merge. Instead, you stay right the hell in your own lane until the last moment, and then cars take turns entering the bottleneck one-for-one, like a zipper. It keeps traffic flowing, prevents backups, and cuts down on road rage. In Germany, where people actually know how to drive, it even has its own name. Preisverschlussverfahren. The problem is, it needs cooperation. If people refuse to merge late, or if people try to prevent them from merging, Our beautiful zipper merge system all comes tumbling down. So this is one of those things which can only be fixed if everyone gets on board. Mustang driving deadbeat dads, old people in Lincolns, teenagers in beat-up Corollas, everyone. Which isn't easy. Remember how hard it was to get Canada on the metric system? But you can do your part. Next time you see construction, just remember one simple word, Heißverschlussverfahren.
1: Kristen Hopper from the National Post saying everyone has to get on board to make this work. Have you got on board with zipper merging? I think maybe a lot of you think about it, but you don't want to be that guy. You know that guy that zooms past us all and then we're all like, nah. he must think his time is, is, is more valuable than us, but we all wish that we had the gumption to do it. So some of your texts coming in this afternoon, lots of them. <laughs> Rob says, people who don't zipper merge should be slapped with a wet noodle. Another one says uh, he is 100% correct. This one, zipper merging is bull for us. We can't even get merging onto a freeway right without constant accidents. Zipper merging is fine, although so many people won't let you in. And that's the thing, though, with the zipper merge, you both go up to where the block is. One goes through, the other goes through. It's back and forth like a zipper does, right? That's how it has to work. Uh, Social justice warriors out there blocking people and honking, etc. And then this one, I always allow people to zipper merge. It gives me an opportunity to be kind to someone and give them a break. This one, more volume moves faster. Mm -hmm. Lyle says, Jay Lynn, it's common sense. And in the traffic act to do it, if it was enforced, how then it would be done? It would be done by more. How often have you had to stop because an idiot in front of you stops and you see a car almost rear end you? Almost every night, Lyle. Almost every night it happens. Uh, This one says, I'm a zipper merger. Please let's find a way to get more signs on the road. It's so frustrating. I've gotten the speed up and the finger while my kids are in the car. Thank you, first time texter. appreciate you. Texting in at six thirty, six thirty. 6.30. And this one, I agree with him, but I've got to wonder, Everyone just got in. if if everyone just got in one line, shouldn't that line just move along like at a steady 50 kilometers an hour? Seems like that would be more efficient. That's from Brett. Yeah, but there's, there's stoplights. There's, yeah, no, it just doesn't. We all know that. Everyone's just backed up for miles. And this one, hi, this has been a thing that has been driving me crazy for a long time. I'm born and raised Edmontonian and people used to zipper merge and I'm not sure when that changed. Hallelujah that someone has come to their senses. Hi Dwayne, what's on your mind?
2: You know, I I, I I a lot of people don't understand a zipper merge, but that is the way to do it. It doesn't matter if you merge it on through like on, on the MC on off one of the uh side roads or whatever, but I believe everybody should take a defensive driving course or they should integrate it into your driver's license because there's so much misunderstanding on a lot of different issues,
1: not uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, we all don't need to just all bung over into one lane and just wait and wait and wait. If we get the two lanes going, yeah, it's going to get things moving. It's just going to be better on the roads.
2: You know, I, I almost have to, I drive a truck for a living, and I almost have to be in, in the left hand lane on the Anthony Handy because during rush hour, people just can't figure out how to merge onto mm-hmm. the, and that's the same concept, right? Yep.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, absolutely. I see it all the time when I'm trying to merge onto the Handy off of Williger. It's like you need to make some room. Get over. Do something. Dwayne, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Take it easy. That's Dwayne calling in at 4960063. Someone says they should add it to the driver's test. And Carol says, who knew? We used to give my girlfriend the gears for driving all the way up.
0: The 6.30 Chad. Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2. On 630CHAD.